This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, I'm Rich Bradbury and welcome to the all-new Resource Centre. It is your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. The marketing communications landscape in Asia, as with all things, is evolving with its share of challenges and opportunities shaping its future. Technological advancements and shifting consumer expectations are at the forefront, with AI coming into the fold in content creation, targeting, and personalization, despite ethical concerns about bias and brand reputation. This brings to the fore the need for companies and marketing communication professionals to navigate technological changes whilst aligning their marketing strategies with consumer values and leveraging new platforms and tools to stay competitive. Speaking with us today on the key findings of Aspectus Group's Marcom in Asia report is Louise Veach, Head of Southeast Asia at Aspectus Group. This report provides some insights on the state of marketing communications, Marcom in Asia, focusing on industry growth prospects, importance of digital channels, skills development, and the evolving landscape of Marcom strategies. If you have any thoughts, you can WhatsApp me on our U-Mobile number at 018-789-8899, or you can reach us on X. We are at BFM Radio. Welcome to the show, Louise. Hi. How are you this morning? Good, thank you. How are you? Not so bad at all. Now, just as we start, can you tell us a little bit more about the Aspectus Group and this Marketing Communications in Asia survey? Yeah, of course. So... Aspectus is a global branding, marketing, communications agency. Uh, we've got offices in KL, Singapore, London, Switzerland, Aberdeen, and New York. So all over, really. Mm. Um, and we also have a full service offering under one house. So we have specialists in all core marketing and comm services. So that's anything from website design, branding, messaging, traditional media, and digital services as well. Awesome. So the... So the survey was essentially, we put it together to understand the opportunities and challenges that the industry is currently facing in Asia. So mm-hmm. we served, we sur- sorry, we surveyed 100 plus professionals across Asia. Um, the respondents were from a broad range of fields. So digital marketing, content creation, branding, social media and SEO. Because um, we really wanted to get that full range of content professionals to get an accurate picture. Okay. And based on the findings, what do you think is the level of optimism amongst Marcom professionals in Asia in terms of industry growth over the next year or so? So I think, excitingly, Marcom professionals have loads of optimism in this region. So 78%, for example, are really positive about their ability to capture and grow opportunities for their clients, which is really exciting. Mm. Why do you think they're so optimistic? I think it's a reflection of how they feel that the economy is generally doing. Um, I think that there is a lot of wariness in the market, but at the same time, I think in Asia particularly, there's a lot of growth opportunities. So agencies or um, in-house marketing teams are seeing a lot of opportunities from clients um, or from internal growth at their company, um, and it's reflecting into the optimism they feel about the market. Mm. And how do these professionals, do you think, perceive their ability to leverage on some of these opportunities for growth? I know that's a good question. So um, I think digital marketing came up again and again as the biggest opportunity to capture market share. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that's particularly interesting as a number of Gen and Z respondents felt that not enough was being done in the digital space currently for Marcoms to drive mm. growth. Um, interestingly, branding and messaging came in really low at 16%. But in reality, it's our clients that invest in this type of work that we see drive the biggest success stories. Um, so it might have been low in the survey, but it certainly shouldn't be overlooked um, in, in the wider uh, market. Mm. Uh, do you think there's any uh, specific findings uh, to Malaysia in this survey? Um, no specific questions for Malaysia, but um, the survey was of respondents across all of Asia. So there would be respondents that came from Malaysia that were monitoring. Now, you, you mentioned uh, Gen Z there. Uh, and um, well, how do the preferred Marcom strategies differ between Gen Z and older generations? You know, what are the most effective communication channels when we look at Gen Z versus other generations? Yeah. So these respondents, as you can probably imagine, view digital marketing as the primary way to get that audience cut through. Um, and they also consider the most important communication channels to be social media um, and interestingly, online media such as digital ads. So that was 87% of Gen Z respondents thought that that was the most important communication channel. Wow. Um, I think what is positive is that Gen Z are still seeing traditional media as an important communication channel. I think mm. there are some murmurings that um, it all should be social, it all should be online, um, but actually traditional media um, is still very heavily prioritised within that generation. Um, when, when you mean traditional media, are we talking about Gen Z and Gen Z watching TV, uh, reading newspapers? I mean, it, I don't know. So when I'm talking about it, I'm I'm thinking of um, publications online, print, right, um, yeah. news outlets, really, the radio, um, and even TV. I think. Outside of that, we're, I'm talking about the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, or yeah. sorry, X now. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how I'm kind of splitting it. Okay. Uh, just before we go into a break then, um, what do you think are the priority channels uh, for Marcom this year when compared to 2023? How has it changed from last year? Well, this is our first survey, but anecdotally we've been seeing the increase of digital first strategies for quite some mm. time now um, and that's 100% going to be continuing in the common comment in the coming years um interestingly respondents did express some challenges on working in digital channels yeah. mainly in keeping up with the new platforms popping up such as threads and be real um and also weighing up the success of cut through of each one um and also getting ahead of all the changing algorithms and different guidelines that these platforms are imposing. For example, Indonesia's recent ban on e-commerce ads yeah. set a lot of teams uh, scrambling. It was a little bit of a scramble for a while, wasn't it? Okay, uh, let's take a short break. Folks, you are listening to Resource Centre. It's your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. I'm speaking with Louise Veach, Head of Southeast Asia at Aspectus Group. We're talking about the state of uh, marketing communications in Asia and key findings from its Marcom in Asia report. I'm Rich Bradbury. We'll be back after a few messages. Keep it here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Because friends matter. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 
BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Resource Center. It's your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. And I'm Rich Bradbury. Today on Resource Center, we're speaking with Louise Avich, head of uh, Southeast Asia at Aspectus Group, about the state of marketing communications in Asia and key findings from its Marcom in Asia report. Thanks for sticking with us, uh, Louise. Um, Let's have a look at some of the skills that you think, or rather the report shows, are identified as lacking within the marketing communications talent pool in Asia. And did these findings indicate the same or or similar gaps for each country? So I don't necessarily think that a specific set of skills was necessarily called out. Um, But quite frequently across the survey, it seemed like there was a gap in labor supply. So companies are finding it difficult to find um, really brilliant Marcoms and Mm. uh, Marcoms professionals. Um, So now is the time to be entering the market if it's something that you're interested in exploring. Um, But also we should be encouraging you know, graduates from university or people at school to be really looking into this industry. Um, I sense that sometimes um, the natural career path for um, across Asia maybe is towards finance and into banking, or that's that's seen as the the optimal career path. But actually, right. um, there's so much that you can get out of the career Marcoms um, mm. that people probably don't know. Mm. I'm all, I've also been speaking to a bunch of people, and it seems that the labor force, wherever we, we're looking at, uh, and whatever industry it in we're, we're talking about right now, is um, difficult. Uh, cybersecurity is another one that people are having issues with. There's no people in that industry. They really want more voices within there. It seems to be an ongoing theme across Southeast Asia right now. Um, now, the survey found that 92% of marketing professionals emphasize the importance of on-the-ground representation or expertise in Asian markets for these Marcom activities. Um, In your opinion, how critical do you think that is and why? And what are the main challenges in executing effective marketing uh, communication campaigns in Asia? Yes, I think this is a really interesting one because you wouldn't believe how many companies, global, big global companies, think that they can execute an effective marketing and comp strategy from the UK, from US. Yeah. Um, and it's really challenging. The time zone, for one, um, makes it very difficult to connect with journalists and channels and your audience. Yeah. Um, and Asia's complex market um, and understanding local nuances um, is really important that people also don't really mm. understand. They think... Maybe they can apply their strategy in the UK or US to Asia. And just transplant it. Yeah, broad stroke brush. And because you're targeting a similar demographic of audience, it will resonate, but it's just Mm. not the case. Um, What resonates for a target audience for the same product and service in the UK and the US just isn't going to be the same in Singapore or Malaysia, for example. And Mm. similarly, if you look at a strategy that works for Malaysia and Shashi works in Singapore, they're also going to differ. You have to find the nuances um, in those as well. You have to be on the ground and, mm. and understanding the market, understanding the target audience. And the competitiveness between Malaysia and Singapore, you know, whose food is better? Who invented this food? Who invented that food? You, you yeah, know, exactly. you, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That, um, can you tell me um, some of the more interesting opportunities that could be seized 
when people are on the ground as opposed to when they're not? I mean, is it just about localization? So I think the opportunities here are following a multi-channel approach to communications for businesses. Um, it's not being done all the time by everyone, which means if you do put together a program that covers social and it covers traditional media and you get broadcast interviews, then you're really going to get cut through in a way that businesses in the US and UK might not. Mm. Can you give me any statistics that when you read it, you were just like, oh my, that's that's some kind of outlier or something that the company we wasn't expecting? Interestingly, when we asked about firms who had on-the-ground teams or whether they felt like they needed an on-the-ground team for an effective communication strategy, yeah, there was a question that mapped out how many, you know, if a firm did have that on-the-ground support. And actually, it was a lot higher than I thought it was. Anecdotally, mm. working the, across these regions, we find that lots of companies are leaning on that strategy to have a global campaign that works in the UK, works in the US, works in Asia. Um, and actually, the survey didn't necessarily reflect that. Um, so it might have been the sample size, or perhaps it's that there are marketing teams on the ground, but they're not connected as well as they could be to the global teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the survey, it found that 60% of the Marcom respondents said that demonstrating the return on investments marketing communications campaign was the biggest challenge. How does the understanding of Marcom ROI uh, impact budget allocation and resource access for marketing activities? Yes, I think it's a really interesting one, but essentially it does come down to a misunderstanding of the sort of results that marketing comms can generate. So sometimes we get people coming and saying, you know, we want this communications program or this marketing program and want you to generate 10 specific leads for us. And absolutely our work is going to deliver leads it's, we're not doing it for the sake of it but when you're measuring that in in the weeks and months that follow you're not necessarily going to see those exact 10 leads instead right. you're going to see an increase in brand awareness and you're yeah. going to see an increase in the media understanding who you are and a f- consistent messaging that actually resonates with your audience and then you're going to start seeing the leads but it's very difficult for us to highlight that those leads are being generated by the specific marketing comms activity that we do. Mm. Um, but it does work. Um, and I think that's, I think people not understanding how marketing comms works and how it can build your brand awareness. That's what affects budget allocation because people are scared to invest because it can't present black and white, white results or no. they don't understand how the results are formulating. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's how we see it. It's affecting it. Is it an issue because people want responses immediately? They want to see a result immediately. Yeah, they want to see ROI in a matter yeah. of weeks. Yeah, and marketing and comms is it's a long game. Yeah, yes, we can get we can get results. We can get coverage. We can get um, we can increase the engagements on social within weeks. But is that going to necessarily translate into real results in weeks? Probably not. We definitely don't guarantee it. Sometimes we see it. Um, so it, it needs to be understood as an essential long game, but very much a long game. Mm. Okay. Um, two more questions for you before I let you go. In what ways do you think the combination of storytelling and data anal- analytics enhance the effectiveness of like omni-channel campaigns in achieving commercial success? I love storytelling and stuff. 
Well, personally, I think storytelling and marketing comms is everything. Yeah. Um, everything that we do. So when we talk about these multi-channel campaigns, we're thinking about it as one big story. So what's the message of the business? How does that translate into something that the media want to publish and talk about? How does that translate into a story that resonates for your audience? Mm. Um, I would say that 90% of what we do is storytelling. Mm. Um, and and I think that's that's where the real sweet spot is with generating ideas. Ultimately, yeah, I think it, it all comes down to storytelling and that's the big part what I love about marketing columns is yeah. coming up with that story and, and telling it in a way that actually resonates with audiences and brands and people on the street. I, I can tell you now the, the amount of kind of press releases that, that we get um, on a regular daily basis is, is in the hundreds. And within the first paragraph or so, if something hasn't captured my attention, you know, I, I'm not even interested to, to read any further, you know. And I think that kind of nuance and that writing skill, um, I, I wouldn't say it's become a little lost, but it, it's becoming less focused, you know, people kind of have lost that ability, not, not lost the ability to tell stories, but to tell a story in a way that captivates you very quickly. I think sometimes businesses are getting lost in the story they want to tell. They're so mm. focused on generating the immediate leads. They want to see uh, the story of the product, for example, included rather than how that fits into the wider market and the wider business. Um, and I also think that people are forgetting Last question then. Um, if you were to look forward at the Markham industry within, in Asia for the next year, and maybe a little bit beyond that, what would you see? What are your predictions? And how does AI play a part of this as well? That's something we've not spoken about at all. The AI question is massive. Uh, yeah. And it's something that we're already thinking about as an agency. Um, how the levels of how it can suitably integrate with our work and where it absolutely can't. Um, but I think if people aren't considering AI as marketing comms professionals, they're definitely missing a beat because it will be able to do the work, the really boring, time-consuming work that doesn't have anything to do with ideas and storytelling. Yeah. Um, those companies will be able to automate all of that while other while they're then prioritizing the ideas and storylines um, and coming up with more innovative ways of communicating the message across multiple channels. So I think AI is essential. Um, in terms of the outlook for Asia, um, I see a lot more um, a lot more prioritising of different channels. So, video companies have to be uh, confident with video, not afraid of video. Um, a lot of spokespeople just don't want to be in front of us in front of a camera, which is totally yeah. understandable. But it's incredibly engaging content, particularly across Southeast Asia. I think if yeah. it's the region where it's the highest viewed um, channel of communication. Um, so I think businesses are going to start to see that more and more. And I think businesses, they're going to see the value in video more and more. They're going to see the value of a multi-channel approach. They're going to understand that people need to read about you in the media. They need to hear you on the radio. They need to see you on telly. And then they also need to hear from you on socials across multiple channels mm. um, in a really clever, smart way that is telling a consistent story the whole time. Mm. Um, and I think that's what we're going to see more of in Asia. 
Okay, I, I cheated. I actually have one more question. Um, it's, it's an easier one. With this report, how can companies and, you know, Marcom pros use this report to help them do what they do? I think that they can understand what's missing from the market. So talent, they need to be able to find engaging ways to recruit the best people into the business. Yeah. And also look at the opportunities. So time and time again, we talk about this multi-channel approach. That's how you can drive success as a business is by having an always-on approach where people are seeing you across multiple platforms in a way that other businesses aren't necessarily doing in Asia. There is a gap in the market. to follow a really smart communications plan, marketing mm. plan that gets you a cut through that other businesses aren't, gives you a competitive edge. Um, and I don't think that'll necessary, that window will necessarily be open for very long. Mm. Lovely. Uh, Louise, thank you so much for your time today. Folks, I've been speaking with Louise Vich. She is the uh, head of Southeast Asia for the Aspectus Group. You have been listening to the all-new Resource Center, of course, your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. And if you did miss any part of this conversation, head over to the website and where you can download the podcast. Uh, but looking ahead, we've got the 12 o'clock news bulletin. And then, of course, it's the all-new Enterprise Explores. I'm Rich Bradbury. Keep it here on BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.